to a very special episode of That's My Personal Business. It is Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's. I love you guys. Uh, I'm, I want to be your Valentine slash you guys be my Valentine. That's kind of how I think of the podcast crew. We're all each other's Valentine's this year. Um, I actually was just talking to a, a friend about how Valentine's is the cutest holiday and it's I said it was almost cuter and more fun when I'm not in a partnership and then was like, actually, I think that just speaks more to my past partnerships than anything. But whether you are in a partnership or not this year, I want you to really think of this day as just a beautiful day to express love to yourself and to your friends and to your loved ones in general. And I'm really excited for this Valentine's Day. It's going to be, I think, one of my first single ones. I had a single, I was single in 2020, but I also was like one month after my divorce being finalized so that every day was basically depression. Um, So I'm kind of considering this my first single Valentine's basically since I was 17, which is insane. And I'm really excited about it. I think it'd be easy and I get how it's easy to sometimes be a little sad on holidays that celebrate romantic partnerships, but I'm really excited to center this Valentine's Day around myself and my friends and my family. And yeah, that's what we're going to dive into on this podcast episode. It is titled, I Love Me. And I love you also, but that's you saying it to yourself because I really want to talk about self-love today. And kind of pull back the curtains on my journey with this and how I'm still journeying with this because I am pretty upfront with the people in my life and now with you that I my self-esteem has always been really really rough like I have a really hard time viewing myself in good light um I've never really been someone with a good amount of confidence or self-love and so it's been like a really hard and intentional journey to start liking myself let alone loving myself and that was one of my big goals for like the last year and this year especially it was literally one of my 2022 resolutions was to really work on my self-confidence and self-love and I've been trying to do that in a plethora of ways and I want to share those with you guys today and we're not going to talk about businessy things I mean maybe a little but like and we're not going to plug anything we're not going to whatever I really just want this to be a conversation and something that you kind of take these questions and these thoughts and these stories and ponder on yourself and your own life as well as maybe journal them out everything I'm going to talk about today I actually am also planning on journaling out this month because I really want this month to be one where I just focus on expressing more love within my life love is such a powerful form of energy um and I kind of think of like so silly but have you guys seen interstellar (laughs) you know how they talk about how like love is like this force in the universe that like holds such a power over people but it's something we like cannot physically or like scientifically measure and I think it really is just such a pure powerful force of energy and how incredible is it that we can express that energy to ourselves not just other people and especially not just like romantic loved ones right like people like partners um but we can express this to like our family and our friends and ourselves and I don't think we extend that to ourselves enough so I'm really excited to talk about this today I have a feeling this is going to kind of be one of my favorite episodes we've done in a long time so I'm excited to dive into everything with you guys let's do it Okay, so we on this episode are actually going to kind of rotate between like stories and prompts and like it's going to be a little all over, but I hope you guys will bear with me. I have notes, so don't worry. It's not going to be complete sheer chaos, but it's going to kind of be like a couple of different ways for us to maneuver self-love. So one of the big things that I have been implementing, honestly, kind of since 2020, like since my divorce, um, 
one of my favorite lessons that I took out of my marriage ending, and I think I've talked about this on the podcast before, is that we like really don't ever know what other people are going through. Grace was one of my biggest lessons. Um, And I wasn't a very grace giving person before. I was really stubborn. I wasn't very like forgiving. And my divorce was such an example of like, there were so many people that thought I was leaving and getting divorced for like no reason and were really cruel to me. And I was like, oh my gosh, like they have no idea what's been going on behind closed doors. And it was this huge wake up call of like, I never know what's going on behind closed doors. Like I never know why someone's making the decisions they are. And so anyway, it's been this like really incredible lesson of grace when people make decisions I don't love or things I don't like agree with to just be like, you know what? I literally have no idea what that person is going through. I have no idea why they're doing that. And so I've really tried to carry this idea with of grace throughout my life more and more. It's why I have my grace tattoo as a permanent reminder. Um, but the ways that I give myself grace, because I think that's something that we really struggle with, right? It's kind of like the jokes of like, oh, yeah, no one's perfect. Like everyone can make mistakes except for me, you know, like everyone can do that. But me, I, I cannot make mistakes. I cannot mess up. Giving ourselves grace is so weirdly hard for some reason. And so one of the things that I have been implementing over the last two years is when I do something that I like don't love or I make a mistake or I'm struggling with something. The question I ask myself is how would I treat myself if I was a friend? And I kind of like completely remove myself from myself and I like it sounds weird but like I picture myself as like this third party person as if like I am coming to me and Eden is coming to me and expressing this situation expressing their mistakes expressing like what she's messed up on and I think about like okay if if I was meeting her and she was one of my best friends and she was coming to me and telling me this situation, how would I treat her if I was a friend? Because oftentimes when I make mistakes or I mess up, like to me, I'm like, oh, you're an idiot. Like, you're so fucking dumb. How could you do this? Boo, 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 right? Like, we're so mean to ourselves. I would never say that to one of my friends. I literally can't even fathom my friends doing something horrible enough that would make me talk to them that way. And so when I am able to remove myself from myself and be like, okay, how would I treat myself if I was a friend right now? I'm able to treat Eden. I'm putting my name in third person to make this sound a little bit easier to comprehend. I don't know. Um, Like I treat Eden so much nicer when I think of her as a friend of mine rather than myself, because I would give my friends so much grace, so much love. I'd be like, that's okay. Like, I know things are hard right now. I know you messed up, but that's okay. Like mistakes happen. How can we fix this? You're still a good person let's move forward. Like there's no point in being upset about something in the past that we can't change. How can we move forward? And so that's been really helpful in giving myself grace is to just like think of how I would treat myself if I was a friend, right? And I actually watched this, it was probably a fucking TikTok, of course, the other day that was like, would you be friends with someone that treats you the way you treat yourself? And I think about the internal dialogue that I have had with myself sometimes. And I'm like, I would never stay friends with that person. If one of my friends started talking to me the way that I talk to myself, I would ghost them probably or have like a literal fight where I'm like, what is wrong with you? Why are you so mean? (laughs) And so I want you to really think about like treating yourself like a loved one, treating yourself like a friend. That's been really, really helpful in like giving myself grace to be a human being because that's all we are. You guys, we're human beings and human beings make mistakes 
And that's okay. You can move forward for them from them. You can apologize. You can try to fix things. But you don't need to just be relentless on yourself for just being a human being sometimes. And so that has been one of the biggest ways that I have been giving, trying to give myself grace lately when I slip up or I do something I don't love. Okay, next. And this is a, a biggie and one that I'm actually like, <laughs> I'm very nervous to talk about, but it the, the fact that I'm even nervous to talk about it is to the point. So where have I been keeping myself small in order to make other people comfortable? This is something I really, really struggle with um, because, I mean, I've talked to you guys about the fact that, like, I was raised Mormon. I stayed in my marriage as long as I did because I didn't want people to know what had been actually happening. I've made a lot of decisions in my life to kind of keep other people comfortable or to like do what I think I should like I'll prioritize other people's energy and opinions and comfortability over my own and so this is something I've been working really hard on is like after I got divorced you know all my friends and family were like don't keep secrets in the future like please open up to us and I've had a really hard time with that and so even though I've been trying to get better about like not keeping secrets you know big secrets I've found that I still keep keeping little secrets and so doing that like keeping secrets right I want you to kind of think like where have I maybe been keeping secrets in my life it can really be like a huge betrayal against our true selves like when we're hiding parts of ourselves in order to keep other people comfortable we're betraying our intuition we're betraying ourselves and that really does add up that damages our relationship with our intuition that you know tells our soul like hey that part of you isn't lovable enough to be important other people's opinions are more important and so a huge part of that <laughs> this is like where I get so nervous. Um, I'm not straight. <laughs> that that's that's it. Um, and I have been really hesitant to like talk about that on the podcast or any business platforms because I also don't want it to seem like businessy. Like I also didn't want it to come out on a podcast episode where there was any sort of launch going on because I was like, I don't want people to like think that this is some marketing tactic. I didn't want anyone to think it was anything. Um, and A couple weeks ago, I woke up one morning and I was like, you know what? Like, fuck it. Like, I'm so sick of keeping secrets. It's just like grating on my soul. Like, this is something that I've been hiding one my whole life, but it came out to my friends like two years ago and my family a year ago. And I've just been so terrified of people finding out. And I I realized like a month ago, I did not think I was going to cry. I realized like a month ago that I was like forcing myself to live in fear again because I was like, I don't want anyone to find this out. Like I was raised Mormon. I was like, I'm going to lose so many family and friends like over this. Like I don't want people to find out. Like maybe I'll only come out if (laughs) I have to. Like if I have a partner who's a female and like people have to find out. Like I'll face that then. Um, And I just realized like how icky it was making me feel even in my day-to-day life to just like live with so much fear and so I just woke up one morning I for sure had too much matcha and I was like fuck it we're just gonna do it like what is the point and like this is not you know scared it's not like horrible as in like the way I kept secrets when I was married but like it's like this is so awful that like I've been preaching about being authentic and like not hiding parts of yourself and I've just been hiding this huge part and like using it as an excuse to like, I don't know. So anyway, I'm just going to read what I posted because I don't want to spend too much time on this, but I do feel like it's necessary to share my thoughts on this because I am definitely not the most important queer voice in this community at all. I have extreme hetero privilege in the fact that I do 
date men and have almost exclusively dated men and so I haven't faced a lot of the trials that a lot of people in the community have however like I know seeing people come out was so crucial to me when I was thinking about coming out to my friends and family and so if I can oof, I did not think I was gonna cry you guys if I can help even one person feel a little bit more comfortable with it that feels worth it to me but I'm definitely not like the most important person who's ever gonna come out or anything but I'm just gonna read this because I hope you know, if there's someone who's questioning things or is scared, like hopefully this can help a little. So anyway, here's the post and then we will move on to the next point. But um, I said, I've gone back and forth for over a year and a half on whether I would ever come out. It didn't feel necessary, but it also just felt terrifying, kind of like I'd ruined my own life. I thought maybe if I ever had a partner that would make it necessary, but a partner doesn't validate my sexuality anyway. I thought maybe I would just let it happen. I mean, why should we have to come out anyway? Why would the assumption be straight? I thought that maybe people would assume this is why my past relationships ended, even though most of my past partners never even knew. Here's hoping my ex-husband never hears this. Um, I thought I would lose a lot of support and a lot of friends, but I've realized that those people aren't people I needed in my life anyway. I thought maybe I'd have to label it so it would be somewhat digestible to those in my life, but why do things have to be so black and white? But then I thought about what 13-year-old me would have needed. Ugh, you guys, I did not think I would cry. What the heck? Um, When she was so confused on why she was different, I thought about 24-year-old me, who still hadn't uttered anything out loud and finally broke her silence to a close friend. Um, I thought about what every version of me has needed up until a year and a half ago who convinced themselves that these were just intrusive thoughts caused by the devil. For over two decades, we love religious trauma and who's lived in constant fear of people finding out. I needed this, people comfortable with who they are, who know it doesn't define them, doesn't change them, but just makes them a little bit more them, who don't live in secrecy for other people's comfort, who know it's better to be themselves than to hide, who know it's scary but want to make it a little less scary for someone seeing or reading um this who's hiding a big part of who they are there have been so many people in my life like this who are so brave and unabashedly themselves that made me feel more comfy people like Stacey Bueller, Seth Sanker, Abigail Evans, Blake Hogue so many people I love um and so I hope I can be a drop in the bucket to someone who just wants to be one tenth more comfortable with themselves this post probably isn't that important to you I kind of hope it isn't because I hope this will feel like less of a big deal with time but it's a big step for me to feel more me to stop feeling like, ooh, like I have to have secrets all the time that feel like they're grating on my soul to stop living in fear. Um, and to my friends and family, and now you guys who are finding out like this <laughs> behind a keyboard that I chickened out behind, I'm sorry, but I love you. Um, still me, just more me now. I love you all. I mean it. Um, oh my gosh, what the heck? This was not supposed to be an emotional episode, but you guys know I cry a lot. So here it is. I also haven't cried had a good cry since I started my medication so I enjoy a good cry now because they happen less often um but I challenge you to really think about ways that you're you're keeping secrets maybe or playing small or trying to prioritize other people's comfort because that coming out was so scary it's scary to do to you now um especially knowing so many people in my sphere from Utah or Mormon or Christian and then the stereotype obviously isn't isn't great with queer people <laughs> in those spaces. Um, it's scary. And I know that I can lose a lot of support over this. But the genuine just like absolute relief that I have felt since then. That was like my last and final secret. Like 
I just remember waking up the next day and being like, I literally don't have to hide anything anymore. I don't have to be scared about, you know, people in Utah finding this out or, you know, someone accidentally leaking it or someone accidentally seeing me on a dating app and outing me. Um, I had an ex-partner that like outed me to some of their friends and like, I, I don't know, like it was just, it's been such a really beautiful experience to like take my power into my own hands again in another way because that's always a journey right and to like just not have secrets like my life just feels so much lighter and more open and so thank you for holding space for me while I just sobbed on the podcast um but this has been like a huge way for me to keep thinking like how am I keeping myself small in order to make other people comfortable like where have I been keeping secrets for the sake of other people and the more I challenge that and the more I make myself uncomfortable and the more I prioritize my knowing and my intuition and my truth over what I think people are going to say or do the more beautiful and free my life has become. Um, okay, moving on <laughs> to the next thing. Um, where have I been ignoring my energy for the sake of others? This is something that I have really caught myself doing over the last year. Um, I'm an introvert, so I need time alone to recharge. And I also can be a little type A. That's definitely gotten better over the years. Um, however, like, I really don't like flaky people or flaky things. And so I I caught myself a while ago agreeing to plans or agreeing to things so I didn't seem flaky or rude Um, and then like not wanting to like get out of them. But then like going and attending dates or hangouts or events where like I just didn't want to be there and like energetically it was really draining to me. But I like didn't want to seem flaky or rude. And I had this realization that I was like, this is me just being a people pleaser above honoring my own energy. Like I'm literally putting other people's perceptions and other people's energy above my own and so one of the things I've been trying to do lately is if something's coming up and I've overbooked myself or it just like sounds you know I'm not going to say like you should bail on all of your calls or like bail on really important things or things that you've really pledged to but if it's something that like you know isn't that important and I don't feel like doing it I've been trying to get better at saying no or texting them and being like hey actually I can't do this tonight I'm not feeling up to it like can we reschedule or can we rain check and that has been really nice to just kind of like honor myself more and more you guys are probably seeing a theme here which is just like showing yourself love to me is prioritizing yourself and showing showing yourself that you're backing yourself and that you trust yourself and that you want to show love and you want to show grace and you want to give yourself opportunities and things that honor your own energy and you take that really really seriously and so that's that's been another thing is to just kind of think like where have I been prioritizing other people's energy for the sake of you know not disappointing them or whatever at the cost of my own energy I don't want to do that anymore I don't want to communicate to myself that I'm less important than other people I want my own energy to be my priority because when my energy is prioritized I can be a better version of myself and when I'm the better version of myself I can show up for the people in my life better right like if I have a you know coffee date with a friend and it just sounds like it's going to be horrible and I'm feeling really anxious or really overwhelmed I'm probably not going to be that fun on that coffee date anyway I'm probably not going to be the best version of myself for my friend I'd rather text them and be like hey actually I'm feeling really overwhelmed today can we reschedule and then when I get to go you know in a couple days after I've recharged I'm a better friend to them. Um, And so that is something that I've really been working on as well to show myself more love. Um, Another thing to kind of go along with that is how can you show yourself more love in your business, right? Like I've been trying really hard to celebrate myself with small wins and to really take a step back in my business and look at, you know, what I've done and been like, 
fuck Eden I'm proud of you like look at what you've done look at what you've built and to like really show myself as much love and like celebration as I would a friend if they were running their own business right like how do you celebrate your friends when they achieve something huge you probably go all out you probably want to make them feel so loved and I I want to make sure you're doing that for yourself I want to make sure I'm doing that for myself I also want to tell myself that I'm more important than my business and so if I'm feeling overwhelmed or like I don't want to do something in my business or I want to change something in my business I give myself the grace to do so that's showing myself love and that's one of the the next things which kind of goes along with everything we've talked about but like how can you give yourself more grace maybe you miss a deadline that you set for yourself maybe you don't post on Instagram today or this week or this month right give yourself grace because grace is love grace is unconditional love it's saying hey it's okay if you don't do something or you don't live up to some you know bar that we set I still love you and that's okay and you can let that go today and you don't have to do that like I'm giving yourself grace to prioritize your own energy right now um so that's something that I've been really trying to do as well another thing is how can you treat yourself daily um we talk about this so much so I don't want to be too redundant but like making sure I have a good morning routine making sure I actually clock out by six or seven if it's a later day but five for sure um and have a personal life at night making sure I have time to read um taking self-care on the weekends right one of my favorite things I've been doing is taking Friday nights or Saturday nights off like at least one night a weekend where I'm not with friends and doing stuff and like taking a really beautiful and intentional bath I put out my sunset lamp I do Epsom salts the other night I did like crystals and I ate strawberries and Nutella while I journaled but just like almost treating myself to like what I wish a romantic partner would do for me or like what I would want to do for a romantic partner and just showing myself a lot of love and like having these little routines to show myself that I you know I love myself and I prioritize my energy and I want me to feel good and so just giving myself more love and time to connect with myself and treat myself well throughout the day has been really really amazing um and the last note I have for you guys on this I Love Me podcast episode is how can you heal and love your inner child? A lot of the ways that we behave and we act in our life really can be stemmed back to obviously our childhood and, you know, maybe things we did or did not receive as kids. And so I've really been trying to work on like how I can heal my inner child, right? Like a lot of my people pleasing tendencies, for sure, I can trace back to very specific things that happened to me as a kid. Um, Same with like my hyper independence. And so when I catch myself engaging in like those specific behaviors, I've been trying to be like, okay, like what would little kid Eden need right now? Or a quote unquote kid version of me that I really struggle with is like teenage me it's like the version of me that dropped um that like came back from Hawaii and got married and like I've I've had a really hard time with that version of me like 18 year old me and not even like yes some anger but like mostly just like sheer sadness and like almost desperation where like I couldn't even look at senior photos of me or like photos of me in college because I just like it made me so heartbroken that like she was about to like throw her life away and go through so much pain and then also just like regret of like what could she have been if she hadn't made those decisions and so I I literally like couldn't look at those photos for I still have a really hard time honestly but it's like weird because I like even my mom would want to show me like some senior photos and it would like make me so upset I just would be distraught and so one of the versions of inner child work that I've been doing is with that version of me and so I actually found like my old college ID and like those photos of me and I've put them on my desk which to anyone (laughs) who comes to my apartment probably looks like really self-centered and weird but I like look at them when I'm like clocking in for work because I like want to look at them and be like she's okay like she's 
gonna be okay she paved the way for me to get here now and almost just like send her so much love and light and be like hey I'm doing this for you like I'm doing this for us and I'm building a better life for us because like you went through really hard things and like trying to connect with her more and even my therapist when I went to Switzerland like one of my big dreams leaving high school was that I would travel Europe alone um and I obviously never did that I got married and um so even my therapist was like, this is a form of like inner child work that like you traveling Europe alone for the next couple months because I went on a few European trips this fall. She was like, this is for teenage Eden. Like you get to serve her now and give her these experiences that she never had. And so whether that version of you is 17 or six or three or whatever, to kind of think of maybe some hard things that happened to you and like how that's maybe showing up in your life now and how you can counteract that and honor them and show them love and give them what they needed in that moment is really really powerful and helps us heal now right because anytime we act out or we struggle or react in a way that we don't love it's probably coming because some child version of us you know didn't get the love and grace and attention or whatever that they deserved and so I challenge you to really think about kind of everything that we've gone over in this and journal it out right we'll create some graphics for you guys and put on the podcast page that's my personal business so that you guys like can journal these but um I want you to really think about like how you can serve yourself, how you can love yourself more because it's been, I cannot say that I am perfect at self-love or self-confidence or anything like that, but I've noticed a very, 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 very noticeable shift in myself lately where like I can confidently say that I'm starting to love myself, which is not something I have been able to say at any other point in my life. And like it has brought in so much joy into my life that I didn't I didn't know was possible and it's definitely a journey and I'm going to keep working on it and I'm going to keep pushing and growing and going but like it's been a really beautiful thing to begin loving myself and begin treating myself you know as I would a partner or as I hope a partner would treat me and you deserve that as well you deserve to show yourself the love that you give to others I know that is a cheesy repeated like quote but like I want you to really focus on that and see how you can show up for yourself see how you can give yourself more love do it today start it today with valentine's day what is like if you're you know not in a partnership or even if you are what is your dream valentine's day and then go do that for yourself right like me and my girlfriends are gonna have a beautiful beautiful day together i think this week i'm gonna really prioritize like taking myself on little dates um buying myself flowers giving myself little self-care nights you know really treating myself with the love and grace that i would give my loved ones so i love you guys so much i hope you know that i hope you know i mean it like this this family this podcast this community has been one of just my favorite things that has not only come out of my business but my life I'm so grateful to have you here I'm so grateful to have you as a part of this community I hope you give yourself some love and grace this week and beyond and I will see you guys soon I love you I love you I love you mean it see you next time (laughs) 